Alright, wall fans, welcome to another exciting edition of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. I am your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Not one and only in name, but one and only in character. You're not going to find another one out there like me. Uh, this is episode 8. Welcome to another exciting edition. Uh, I, I want to say we got a lot of exciting things this week, but... Uh... Eh, it's not that exciting. No, I'm kidding. And we'll, we'll have some fun stuff. Uh, but like I've mentioned in the past few episodes, exhaustion is setting in. I, I still got and now officially a one month old at home. Sophia is is now officially one month old, uh, but still going through all the newborn stuff, and and, and still very minimal sleep happening in our house. Uh, l- luckily, my wife handles a lot of the the brunt of it at night. So I'm getting a little bit of sleep at night, but not much. The exhaustion is a real thing, and we'll get into a little bit more of that with the fatherhood update uh, coming up shortly. A little bit of housekeeping here. As mentioned, this is episode 8 of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. The past couple episodes, I may have teased a little bit of Twitter, uh, mentioning that we were going to have an official Twitter account page, whatever they call it on the Twitterverse uh, for Go Tell It to the Wall. And it finally happened. We finally got it set up. Uh, so if you're interested in some useless information and some useful information and maybe some entertaining and not entertaining stuff, uh, follow us on Twitter at Tell the Wall Pod. With those character limits, couldn't get like at Go Tell It to the Wall. So it's it's Tell the Wall Pod. If you search Go Tell It to the Wall, it's gonna come up. Uh, but if you if you use the little like name at thing, it's at Tell the Wall Pod. Uh, so follow us for updates. You can still follow my personal account at Magic Muppet, or search my name Sean O'Rourke, and you'll see that. There, that's just my personal account. We got some stuff going on through there that I mess around with on my own little bit of free time that I have. Um, but now we have an official Twitter for the podcast, so follow us on Twitter, again, at TellTheWallPod. Uh, I promise you will not regret it, um, and, and, and I'm not promising a bunch of entertaining stuff, but you know you follow a bunch of people on Twitter that really aren't that entertaining anyway, so just add another one, at TellTheWallPod. Um, and that's the Twitter update. We finally have it. It's running. It's up and running. I'll, we'll be working on it. I got some people behind the scenes here kind of running it and, and working things the way we do on the Facebook page. We'll talk a little bit more about the Facebook page later, too, because uh, I have a couple updates on that. Um, another housekeeping update we have, if, if, if you follow us on the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash wall, you'll know a couple, like a week or two ago, I, I, I put out a plea for a logo. We were looking for a logo for the show. For, for everyone that listens out there across all the platforms, Podomatic, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Podcatcher, all these different podcast apps and websites that are out there, uh, you, you know there's just a picture of my lovely face on there. Uh, and as much as I'm obsessed with myself, which I, I'm not really obsessed with myself, it comes across that way because there's a big fat picture of my face on there. Uh, we needed something a little more official. Uh, and we finally have that. I have a good friend, good personal friend, big fan of the show. I'm not going to say his name. I'll probably call him out on the Facebook. Uh, you know who you are. I, I know you don't like me calling you out too much on here, so, so I'm not going to. Uh, I'll, I'll probably call you out on the Facebook page. But we have a few different logos. I'm kind of sorting through all of them. My, my problem is I, I love them all. Um, luckily, my wife is, is, is very artfully minded. She is a producer, um, not just like a, a marketing mind like myself, so she's a little more intricate when it comes to like design and all that kind of stuff. I like to think I am too, uh, but I have more of a photography, you know, eye set as opposed to like design, uh, graphic design and all that kind of stuff. 
So we're sorting through them. I got a couple awesome ones. I'm definitely going to throw some up on the Facebook page. We may even have like a little bit of a vote, see what you guys think, everyone out there that, that does engage on the Facebook page. Uh, and we're definitely going to start using them. Probably have one attached to this this episode going forward. And, you know, I think they're awesome. A lot of them still have my face on there. It's okay. <laughs> we kind of followed the the, the podcast uh, mantra that everyone has going on. You, you still see a lot of faces out there, but there's actually a logo now. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. I'm excited about it, and um, all of you, you're not going to be that excited about it, but try to be. Pretend you are. Tell me you are, because, you know, just just make me feel good about myself. Um, and, and and a big thank you to uh, this other person that was working with, with all those logos uh, and kind of getting my, my feedback as we're going along, because uh, I'm... I'm I'll be honest, I'm not an easy person to work with when it comes to that kind of stuff. I'm, you know, I'm hard on myself. I'm, I'm not, like, terrible to work with, but, you know, my mind tends to just float all over the place. And I'm like, how about this? How about this? How about this? Uh, but those are coming out. Keep an eye out for them. I'm excited about it because it's, it's going to be more than just my face kind of at the forefront of everything. Of course, I am, like I said, a little bit obsessed with myself. I, I'd like to think um, that I'm a pretty decent-looking guy. Uh, <laughs> What kind of road are we going down here? Uh, really, my beard is at the forefront of everything. So if it has my beard, then then I'm proud of it. And uh, and, and anyone that knows me personally or has seen seen pictures of me, you know that uh, that's kind of a big part of uh, my my style, as you would say, I guess. Uh, so big thank you. Uh, you know who you are. You're gonna see those logos coming out soon. They're already there. There's already a couple of them up on the Twitter. Um, so if, if if you jump on and follow the Twitter, you'll see some of those. Like I said, we'll put them on the Facebook page and all that good stuff too. So keep an eye out. Now I know I've been teasing the damn YouTube channel for <laughs> quite a while now. I think like since episode one or two. Uh, it's still coming. It's been short on time. As I mentioned, Zoe's a month old. It, it, it's very time consuming having a newborn one month old um, in the house. It's just it's just kind of part of the game. Any of you out there listening that have kids, you, you, you know what that's all about. I basically dedicate my days to to taking care of Zoe and uh, and making sure my wife has everything she needs because she, uh, you know, un- fortunately for me, unfortunately for her, has to take a, the brunt of it because when it comes to feedings and all that kind of stuff, really there's only so much that I can do. Um, so it's still coming. Keep an eye out for it. The YouTube channel is coming, I promise. In the next two weeks, we'll get it launched. There might not be a ton of content up there, uh, but we will get it launched. In fact, uh, we have a brand new GoPro camera uh, for the show. I, I know I've mentioned in in pretty much all of the previous episodes that I sit here and record them, and I do nothing with all this footage. It's basically footage of me talking to a microphone. I kind of look up at the camera and do finger quotes once in a while. It's It's... I, I guess it's kind of fun. No, it's not. It's not. Um, but, you know, it, we needed a new camera. And that's really going to be used for the YouTube channel. We're going to have a lot of content uh, coming out on the YouTube channel. I feel like we've been lacking on the, the use of the, the content word. Uh, shout out to Mary Doodles, uh, because every time I say content, I think of Mary running around. Content, content, content. Uh, but we're going to get a lot of content up there on the YouTube page within the next couple. We'll, we'll get the page launched the YouTube channel launch in the next couple of weeks. Uh, maybe not a ton of content, but as things settle down and as I end up having a little more space and a more dedicated studio, uh, we'll, we'll be getting a lot of stuff up there. I promise it will be moderately entertaining. If not, uh, if, if not immensely entertaining, it will be moderately entertaining. And just like with the Twitter, you know you all subscribe to a bunch of channels where it's, 
it's not that much entertainment. So just add another one on there. I promise you will laugh a little bit here and there. Um, but that's coming in the next couple of weeks. Look for it. I'll, I'll promote it on the Facebook page, the Twitter, and on the next episode or the one after that. Because two weeks, that's like two episodes. Uh, so keep that in mind. It, I'll, I'll probably have to tease it again on the next episode. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll see how much uh, Zofia lets me get done over the next week or so uh, between diaper changes and, and feedings and, and all kinds of other good stuff. And doctor's appointments. Which brings me to my next little update. I know you get you guys kind of like the fatherhood updates. I'm getting some good feedback on that. Uh, so we're going to keep it going. One thing, <laughs> speaking of no sleep and doctor's appointments, we had a doctor's appointment today with a pediatrician. If you have kids, you know, you're, you're just, you're. it's one thing after another. You're going to the pediatrician. It's one of those checkups. They do, like, weighings and all this other kind of stuff, just make sure everything's going good. So we're in there, sitting in the waiting room. It happens to be a Monday, so it's kind of busy at the pediatrician's office, end of the day. Uh, we end up sitting in the waiting room for about a half an hour. And I'm tired as hell. Just just dog tired. Uh, I turn to my wife and I'm like, I need a cup of coffee or something. And I, I'm sitting in the chair in the waiting room and I kind of close my eyes. Uh, like I said, we're waiting there for like a half hour. And I, fe- I fell completely asleep sitting in the waiting room of the pediatrician's office. Like completely asleep. Not not even like just kind of dozing. I was I was asleep for, for a few minutes there. Uh, woke up to head into the doctor's appointment. Oh, man, it took me a little while. I'm sure the doctor, the pediatrician was looking at me like, what, what are you okay? Because <laughs> like, I was, you know, groggy when you get up from a nap and stuff. Um, but we're, nonetheless, we're in the pediatrician's office. And <laughs> which brings me to my next point. Uh, if if I ever do show the, this footage, I'll, I'll even point at it on, on my shirt with the GoPro. Uh, so I'm holding Zoe in, 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 the, in the doctor room office, whatever, you know, the little room they bring you to and you sit there waiting for the doctor. Um, and the doctor comes in and I, I pick her up from the table and within like 30 seconds of picking her up, spit up all over my shoulder, just, just all over my shoulder. Uh, and as I came into the studio today, I realized I'm still wearing that shirt and there's a nice little spit up stain like on, on my shirt, you know, just, just part of being a dad. Uh, but it's kind of funny. So if, if this footage ever gets out there, uh, you'll see there's a nice big, big stain on the shoulder of my shirt. Uh, you know, I probably should change my shirt after this. This after I'm done recording here, uh, but <laughs> I'll probably forget because uh, that's just kind of part of the game uh, of of being a dad. And you get you get peed on and pooped on and spit up on and all kinds of good stuff. And it's it's all great. It, it's all fantastic. You know, you you never. It, it's like the, I, I imagine this is the only time in life where you're happy to like get spit up on because uh, when it's your own child, you're just you're like cool. That, that's part of the game. Um, and it, in, in its own weird way is kind of enjoyable. Just like changing dirty diapers is, is kind of enjoyable when it's your own child. I'm, and maybe if like nieces, nephews, you know, I, I don't know. I haven't done a lot of diaper changing, um, for other people's kids, but I, you know, I, maybe that's kind of enjoyable. I, I don't know. I can speak from personal experience that it is enjoyable to, to be taking care of my own, my own daughter, my own one month old now. Uh, and Zoe's doing great. And we're just trucking along. Uh, and it's funny because I, you know, I, I think I've mentioned that I do a lot of, I take a lot of photos, you know, amateur, kind of semi-professional photographer, not like, not like the good photographers out there. I'm more of a hobbyist. Uh, but in this, this age of digital photos, you know, we can just shoot photos like crazy. So, you know, she'll be sitting at home, like just, she'll just be kind of like sitting there making faces or whatever. And I bust out my phone or, or my DSLR and I just like start snapping photos. And I was looking at all the photos I'd uploaded uh, to my computer, like yesterday or the day before, and there's something like 1,500 photos in there from the past month. 1,500, 
photos. That's not even counting like the professional photos. I mentioned a good friend of ours, Courtney Lindbergh, and, and her ridiculous uh, photography skills. Uh, that's not counting those. These are just like ones I'm snapping as I'm like sitting around the house. Or, oh, we're going for a walk. Oh, let's snap some photos of, you know, she's sitting in the stroller and whatever it might be. Um, like 1,500 photos. It's amazing. It's it's just crazy with 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 the age of digital photos. Because back when when you know back even in the 90s, you you were still shooting on film and you couldn't just like click 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 shoot a ton of them. Uh, then you had to get them developed and everything. Now it's like oh let me shoot a thousand photos and just upload these to my computer and I can look through all of them. It, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm terrible about posting them. I've posted like one or two. My wife is so much better about the actual posting. Because, uh, like I said, I, I I take a lot of photos, and then it takes me a while to actually go through them, especially now where I just I don't have much time between diaper changing and feeding and, and everything else. I, you know, I try to get to it. Um, there's just not a lot of time. But I intend to, to kind of sort through all these and, and maybe... Um, if you're friends with if, if if you're friends with me like my personal page on the Facebook you'll you'll probably see some of those photos uh, floating around soon once I can get around to like actually sorting through the 1500 plus photos uh, that I actually have <laughs> um, but it's just it's amazing um, all the, all the different things and just watching this little kid grow and it and you know you don't notice because you see her every day and it's funny because like a friend like friends will come over that you know that haven't been here for a week or two and they're like oh my god she's so big and you don't see it. When it's your own kid and you're seeing him every day, even if it's not your own kid, if you're just seeing a kid every day, you don't necessarily notice that. But when there's like a week or two in between, it's like, oh my gosh. And they just grow so much uh, over that first like month or two. They're just exponentially growing and gaining weight and, and all this other stuff and, and just and gaining personality. I'm finding that Zoe's like she has these little noises she makes and these faces she makes. It's, it's amazing to kind of see that personality come out um, and everything else. And um, it's just such a joy and I look forward to the next you know more than a few years of, of watching that come out and see how much of of me is, is coming out in her and how much my wife is coming out in her and really anyone that she's around and influenced by um it's it's just amazing it's absolutely amazing so that's a fatherhood update you know I, I i know a lot of you really like it if if you hate kids and you're listening i'm sorry there's going to be some fatherhood updates here and there because i find it amusing like i said there's spit up on my shirt i mean and it's amazing yeah, I just haven't haven't remembered to, to change my shirt. Luckily, I'm the only one sitting in my makeshift studio here in Los Angeles. Um, and so, you know, who cares? Maybe this GoPro footage will get out there someday. Uh, maybe it won't. Um, and speaking of which, big shout out to, to my brother-in-law, Dante. I was, so, I was like try, racking my brain trying to figure out what kind of camera to get, uh, you know, I had an older GoPro like Jen, which did it, it did okay, uh, but I, we needed something for the YouTube channel. So I we got a new camera and uh, and, and that's gonna kind of push things along and and hopefully we'll have some nice videos coming up on the YouTube channel and everything else. Like I said, we've got some people working behind the scenes, kind of on the social side of stuff, um, and, and like on the logos. You know, it it, it takes it takes a village. <laughs> I laugh. It takes a village. Uh, it does take a village to raise a kid. Uh, it takes a village to to kind of promote a podcast and then eventually promote a YouTube channel and and all this other stuff. Uh, so thank you to everyone that's kind of helping to push all that stuff behind the scenes on the social side uh, and everything else. Uh, as far as as far as housekeeping, um, that's about it. But I do have one more housekeeping thing uh, that a good friend of mine pointed out. <laughs> as far as it, I think it was it might have been last episode or the one before. I can't remember which one it is. I, you know, I've talked about Google Home. I'm gonna talk about that a little bit in our in our little tech section here. I don't know if you've noticed. I've I've kind of tried to section it out. I, I do very minimal prep. 
for this show. It, it's kind of as I go throughout the week and I see funny stuff or whatever it is. And then when I get feedback from people, uh, we'll, we'll gravitate toward that or talk more about that, whatever it might be. Um, it, it, so it's, it's minimal prep. But if you've noticed, I, I kind of have sectioned out the show. You know, we have stuff. We talk a little bit of tech. We talk a little bit of style, a little TV, a uh, little music, maybe some sports ball, uh, depending on the week, depending what's going on. If you may have noticed there's a heck of a lot less sports ball um, just because baseball season's over. I think I mentioned that on the last one. It's been over for a little while now, so I, I'm just not as engaged with the sports ball. Plus, I don't have time. Uh, there's a damn Patriots game going on right now. I watched a little bit of it. Uh, they, they, they're playing terrible. I just I had to turn it off. I had to turn it off, and then a car chase started coming on. So I was watching a car chase before I came into the studio. I say studio again, makeshift studio. Uh, we will soon have a more dedicated office studio, and we'll make it easier to put out content uh, for everybody on the YouTube channel as well as you know the podcast wherever you're consuming it: Facebook, Podomatic, iTunes, uh, Google Play. Those are kind of the big ones. I know there's a bunch of other ones out there like Podcatcher and and some other stuff that just kind of it, everything gets pushed out. From my main hosting page, which is Potomatic. Uh, that's Potomatic.com. Uh, no, Potomatic.GoTellToTheWall.com. I can't even remember my own darn URL. It's on the Facebook page. Get on there if you want to check it out. Uh, or subscribe on iTunes and, and Google Play and or whatever other podcasting you know app or website you guys like to use. You know you all subscribe to a bunch of stuff anyway. So just, just add, you know, add mine in there too. You, you know, even if you don't enjoy it. Um, if you do enjoy it, keep telling your friends because that, that's how this stuff gets out there. Uh, but as far as housekeeping, i got one more thing. I'm going to talk a little bit more about Google Home. Uh, but a couple episodes ago, I, I made a mistake, and I had this pointed out by, by one of our fans. Uh, I used a certain certain like trigger term uh, involving Google. So I'm, I'm not going to say it, but it was kind of fun. I laughed uh, when I read this because I used that term. Uh, and, and for those of you that are Android users or Google users, you know, there's a term you, you, you use to like voice activate and, and talk to your phone or the website, whatever it is, uh, involving the word Google and another word that comes right before that. And it was pointed out to me that if you're sitting there and you got an Android phone, you're listening to the podcast and I say that phrase, your Android phone or Google, whatever it might be, or Google Home, maybe you've got a Google Home at home, uh, just started going crazy. So apologies for that if you were listening and your phone decided to start listening to me and giving weird commands because it's, it heard me say that phrase. Uh, so I'm going to try not to use it. It'll probably slip out now and then. So apologies in advance if it does. Uh, and apologies a couple weeks ago if your phone started like losing its mind. I, I laughed like crazy because I didn't even think about it. Uh, until I until he he pointed that out, uh, so so watch out. I'm I won't say it. I'll try not to, um, but it, it'll probably happen. You know, we, we're not supposed to use f bombs here either, and that's happened a few times. And stuff happens. Um, no, it's not on purpose. And you know, especially spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. I got a little little funny tidbit about spoilers too. Um, but that's about it for housekeeping. We got some more stuff to get into, and I don't have a lot of time. Exhaustion setting in. I didn't have a lot of coffee. Uh, instead of going, I had a little bit of coffee, and then instead of doing that, I you know went to the customary uh, beer that I like to have sitting next to me for the show. And I, I I'm not getting like super drunk, but it becomes kind of my my security blanket to have this beer sitting there, um, doing a goose IPA again this week. I, I I like move beer to beer. I get obsessed with like a with a certain. Not obsessed, but I, I, I enjoy it, and then I get tired of it and move on to another one. So I'm still doing the Goose Island uh, IPA, Goose IPA. It's enjoyable if you're an IPA fan. I think I've said that before. Um, but moving right along, like I said, go tell it to the wall. This is episode eight. I am Sean O'Rourke. Uh, we're going to get into a little social stuff. 
see, sectioned out here. Lots of content, lots of sectioning out. Not a lot of prep going on. Uh, it just kind of goes all over the place. We, we sometimes go off the rails, as you know, uh, and hopefully we'll try to stay on the rails this week, but no promises. Just just none. I'm not, I'm not promising anything like that. Uh, so from a, from a social standpoint, um, I know I said we've had some people behind the scenes kind of slacking on some of the stuff. I, I tease some stuff, and I try to get it up on the Facebook page, and I try to have my people get it up there, uh, but I'm really terrible about it. And so I'm going to try to do better about that because I had it pointed out. Uh, there were a couple things that I had teased or talked about, and I, a lot of you want more information. So I'm, I'm gonna try. we're going to try to do a better job of doing that. Uh, so follow the Facebook page. We're going to be more engaging. The logos are going up there, especially if you you know if you have any kind of a design mind. Uh, we might throw some extra, some a, a bunch of logos, not a bunch, a few of the logos up there and see what you guys think. Maybe we can vote on it a little whatever it might be, um, but uh, from a social standpoint, we are going to be a little bit better about that, because there is some stuff that I, you know, I talk about stuff that I find interesting, or that, that fans or friends are like, oh, you should talk about this, and like a lot of stuff gets sent to me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool, and then end up talking about it on the show, uh, but then a lot of times there needs to be follow-up, so we're going to work on being better about that as far as getting stuff up on the Facebook page, uh, and up on the Twitter, uh, for that matter, so keep an eye out you know, follow the Facebook page, subscribe, tell your friends, do all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> and another thing on the social side that was so funny because I'd kind of been thinking about it, but I had a friend from high school who posted about the mannequin challenge. I know I complained a little bit about the mannequin challenge. If you like the mannequin challenge, Darshan, I know you like it. Uh, it's okay to like it. I'm just kind of tired of it. But if, if you're, if you're like, my age or maybe a little younger, definitely a little older, you may remember a little movie from 1987 called Mannequin. Uh, and a friend of mine had posted the best the best mannequin challenge ever was Kim Cattrall. Uh, so that's, that's the most I'm going to do. Look it up on IMDb. There was a funny movie uh, from the late 80s, I think it was 1987, called Mannequin, starring Kim Cattrall. I think she was on that Sex and the City show, too. Uh, I don't know. I never really watched it. She was like a total B-movie star, kind of a softcore porn actress uh, when you'd be watching the, the Skinamax uh, back in the day. I don't know. If they, they must still do that these days. I don't know. I mean, stuff like that is so accessible via the Internet uh, that maybe it's not a big thing. But back in the 80s and 90s, it was huge because that's how, like, a lot of adolescent males and, and females, too, I'm sure, uh, but especially males uh, would, would kind of learn about about not learn I but you know that was your that was your way of kind of seeing stuff uh was was through Cinemax I say Skinemax it's Cinemax that was kind of a term they used uh back at that time uh, but check it out it's one of those it's one of those terrible like B movies that you used to see it'd be on at like 11 a.m on a Saturday uh but Kim Cattrall uh props to you for doing the mannequin challenge the best the best and I, I laughed out loud when I saw that uh that friend of mine had posted on the Facebook um, that's it for social. I want to get into a little bit of style stuff. I, I know we talked about like some hipster style last week, and I've always said, have your own damn style. You know, I, I, far be it for me to complain. When I was a kid, I never thought I'd be one of those guys that grew up and was like, what the hell are kids wearing these days? And I turned into one of those guys. Um, but nonetheless, it's not, you know, do your own thing. I mean, you know, absolutely. But there's a few things that still... I look at, uh, and one of those things I'm noticing more and more are these damn purse tassels. Um, they're like, for those of you that, some of you probably have them. For those of you that don't know, they're like these weird tassel I I think they're like a leather a lot of times that women hang off their purse, or men, I mean, if you're mad, whoever, you know, hangs off their purse. And, and it's like a big, 
I feel like it's turning into a status symbol, you know, or something. Maybe if you're listening, fill me in a little bit. I just, I don't get it. And then I'm noticing like Coach uh, and some of these other big designer brands that just sell ridiculously expensive stuff, like they're selling them. And I've seen, I'll see them pop up like on the internet and it's like $100 for this little tassel thing uh, that hangs off a purse. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like I said, have, you know, do your thing, have your style. But what is this? Someone, someone, help me out here. Get on the, you know, get on the Twitter, or the Facebook page, um, email me, whatever. I, I want to know what your take is on this. Is this just like a cool trend? You got to have this purse tassel hanging from your purse that costs like a hundred dollars. Costs more than than I would prefer to spend on a purse. Not that I carry a purse, uh, but you know, if I was to carry a purse, I probably wouldn't want to spend like a hundred dollars on it. Um, no, they say that, of course, I own like a backpack that costs a lot more than $100 and a briefcase that costs a lot more than $100. Uh, so far be it for me to, 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 to complain about that. But I just, it's weird. I don't get it. Like, where'd this trend start? Did, did, did someone just say, oh, I'm, we're just, I'm going to throw stats on my purse and then just took off. And then, you know, these companies like Coach are like, oh, we got to start making these and charging a bunch of money for them. And, you know, there's some kid in China making it for 50 cents and, it, you know, he gets paid 50, he or she gets paid 50 cents and it costs like a dollar in materials maybe. And then they're selling them for a hundred dollars plus, uh, here in America. Uh, but America, you know, that's what we do here. Capitalism, uh, take advantage of other people and, and, and profit off of it. And, and, uh, and for, for no, you know, I, I, I just don't get it. If you're, if, if you have a purse tassel, please email me or message me on the Facebook. I want to know what your take is on it. Like, did you just do it because everyone's doing this tassel thing or do you, do you have a reason? Um, does it, does it keep bugs away? I, I don't know. I don't know. On that note, I don't know if any of you have seen Nordstrom. One of their hot holiday items is, is a pet rock. They have, and not even a pet rock. It, it, it's a rock wrapped in like a, in a leather pouch. Uh, and the thing costs $85 if you go on the Nordstrom website. Uh, I thought this was like an Onion uh, article when I first saw it, you know, floating around social media. It is not. It's a real thing. Nordstrom is selling a rock for $85. Granted, it's wrapped in leather. Uh, well, like half wrapped. It's got a little leather pouch. Um, but it's $85. And it just, just goes to show uh, how ridiculous, you know, we are in this country. I, and I'm sure other countries too, uh, but I just can't imagine this is flying in, in certain countries. You know, people are falling for this. They're like, oh, pet rock. Um, but I'll tell you right now, if you are one of those people that, that's that been looking at that rock on Nordstrom, um, hit me up on the uh, on the Facebook page and uh, and and I'll, I'll hook you up with a rock for half price. We'll, we'll go more than half. We'll go $40. $40. I'll give you a rock. I'll wrap a piece of leather around it. Done. Done. Uh, Christmas shopping's done for you if if this is something you're interested in. Uh, I just I, again I don't get it. I don't get it. I feel like I feel like Nordstrom is is kind of trolling all of us, maybe. But it seemed really damn serious. So so check it out on the Nordstrom website. Uh, or maybe it's just one of those things because Nordstrom's really expensive. So you can order this 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 rock for someone and only spend eighty five dollars instead of spending five hundred dollars on something and then it comes in a little Nordstrom box you know it's like the Tiffany box the, the little blue box everyone's seen those uh, it, it's it's more about like the box than the actual item and granted Nordstrom has very high quality stuff so does Tiffany it's not what I mean but it's just it's like oh did you guys just need a cheaper item or are you trolling everyone I you know I don't get it but check it out Nordstrom.com and it, you know if you want one hit me up half price I got them half price half half that. No problem. Done. Just hit me up. Another thing on style I'm noticing, because it, it, it is Christmas time. It is Christmas time. For those of you that don't know, 
Uh, we're, you know, we're well into December now. Christmas lights are hung, Christmas trees up. Uh, so one of the one of the things that's been this growing trend over the past few years is ugly Christmas sweaters. You know, and I get it. I think they're funny. I I, I get it, but I feel like we're hitting a point where we can't call them ugly anymore. Right? They're they're like trendy Christmas sweaters because everyone has an ugly Christmas sweater party. Everyone has an ugly Christmas sweater. Like, it's not ugly anymore if everyone wants one and there's a big market for them. They're not really ugly. They're just funny Christmas sweaters at that point. Right? That's kind of my thought. And maybe I'm totally wrong. I I get it. I think it's funny too. I mean, not to not to knock it. Like I've always said, have your style, whatever it is. But I feel like we're moving past the point where we actually can call them ugly uh, because everyone wants them. Everyone wants them, and, and, like, the uglier the better, so it's it's not really, it's like, you know, I, I get that's how it started, but we need to stop calling them ugly sweaters, and we just call them funny, funny Christmas sweaters, whatever. In fact, I was walking through Target, like, a couple weeks ago. They actually have, like, an ugly sweater kit. I'm not sure exactly what comes into it, you know. At this time, in December, I, I get in and out of, like, a Target or a big box store as quickly as possible just because it's freaking madhouse, uh, but there's, like, actually kits out there, you know. There's kits uh, to make your own ugly sweater. So it's cool. I mean, do the ugly sweaters, have your parties and stuff, but maybe we stop calling them ugly sweaters. We just call them funny Christmas sweaters, trendy Christmas sweaters, hipster Christmas, I don't know, something something along those lines. Because uh, once something's super popular, like, is it really ugly? I mean, I know ugly is a broad term, you know, but is like, can, let's call them something else. Let's call them trendy Christmas sweaters because it's a huge trend. I feel like, you know, I, I jump on social media and, it's like, starting December 1st, it's like, ugly Christmas sweater party, ugly Christmas sweater party, ugly Christmas sweater par- party, which is great, do it, uh, but I think we've moved past them actually being ugly uh, when they're super trendy and everyone wants them, the uglier the better. Do your thing, wear them, uh, but let, let's, start a, let's start a new terminology for them and, and, and not call them ugly anymore. Just trendy, funny Christmas sweaters, um, I, you know. I just think it's kind of weird because once you once you hit that tipping point, they're not really ugly anymore. You're not you're not looking ugly. You're you're looking trendy. Uh, there's a distinct difference there. I know it's and I, I know it's hard to tell, but there is a difference between trendy and ugly. I mean, they can kind of go hand in hand. Um, but if it's become so trendy, is it really ugly anymore? So that's the question. You know, let me know what you guys think. Show me your show me your trendy Christmas sweaters. Uh, post them on the Facebook page. I want to see the the, the trendiest, coolest, funniest uh, ones out there. It's a big market now, you know, like pop culture market. In fact, David Ortiz, who I've mentioned many times on the show, has his own uh, like ugly Christmas sweater sweatshirt thing design. I think it's hilarious. Um, so it's a, it's a thing. It's not going anywhere. We're, we're keeping it going. Oh, sorry, everyone. Throat's getting a little dry. Oh, got to get a little drink there. Um, all right, I had some more style stuff, but I'm done with style. Let's let's leave that. Let's just let's leave that alone. No more no more style. Maybe we'll save that for the next show. A uh, little bit of current news. A little bit, just a little bit. Um, one thing I noticed, I actually just saw this the other day. Uh, Susan Olsen, for those of you who aren't familiar with Susan Olsen, she was Cindy Brady uh, on the original Brady Bunch So Susan Olsen. She actually ha- hosted a talk, a radio talk show on, I wasn't familiar with it prior to learning about this, uh, on on LA Talk Radio, which which I imagine is a, str- you know, I, I, I've been, I've spent a lot of time in the radio industry. I don't, I don't think it's an over the air, it's probably a streaming thing. Um, you know, or maybe it's featured on like an NPR or something like that. I, you know, I don't know. I don't listen to NPR either. Uh, but she had a show on this LA Talk Radio. Uh, she actually just got fired from it. Uh, um, and it, it's interesting because, and and I, 
there was an actor uh, who happens to be gay uh, that she had on the show, and and apparently she's a a bit of a, a cons- which I, I hate the damn liberal conservative terms, but she 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 falls on that conservative side of things, um, and which is fine, have those views. Uh, but one of the things she she completely disagrees with, which I completely disagree with her view on it, um, is is she thinks homosexuality is is bad. Uh, you know, and she thinks they're all evil and all this other stuff. And uh, for the, anyone who's ever listened to my show, you know, that's I, I have no respect for, for that kind of hatred or anything. Um, and she actually used an offense. I'm not sure what the term was because uh, I honestly didn't care to hear the exact term. But she used an offensive term uh, that you would use to describe a gay man um, and, and was fired from the show for it. Now it's, I, I, I always say, have your opinions. Um, you know, like I said, I hate that word conservative or liberal, whatever it is, because everyone, you know, just has has different views. You shouldn't have to fall into one of those boxes or those categories. Uh, so it's okay to have those views. You know, I think she, she's probably like a Trump fan and, and all this other stuff have those views. That's totally fine. But just don't be offensive. Just like I said last episode when we were talking about the guy with the hashtag build the wall shirt, like don't be don't be ridiculous and offensive. Uh, there's just no reason, you know. You can have those views, even even if even if you think gay people are bad, you know, which completely ridiculous to me, like just unbelievably ridiculous. Especially the excuse everyone uses with marriage, where it's like I know I know people that are in that are in same sex relationships that have such better relationships than people that are in heterosexual relationships, you know. It's just crazy to me that, that that's that's the defense everyone falls back on. Oh, men, marriage is, is sacred and it's meant to be between a man and a sh- Shut the hell up. Just shut the hell up. That, that That's no excuse. Uh, but even if you have that view, you know, it, which I don't agree with, it's okay. You, you can spout your opinions, but don't be offensive. Like, don't be blatantly offensive. There's no reason for that. Uh, so I was happy to see she got fired. And not that you ever want to see someone lose their job, uh, especially in that industry. It's so hard to crack into it. Um, you know, it, it's very much cutthroat industry. You know, we've talked about layoffs and stuff on this show. It's, it's very much cutthroat industry. So as offensive as she was, and you never, like, see someone get fired. But, you know, unfortunately, you need to... You need to not be that disrespectful toward people. It just shouldn't happen. Uh, so Susan Olson, I hope you've learned your lesson. Good old Cindy Brady there. Um, just, just, just don't be ridiculous. Don't be hateful. It's hateful. Like you can be a little offensive. I'm sure you know I've been offensive at times on this show. Um, you know, but don't be hateful. Like that. That's just craziness. Um, that's one thing happening in the current news. Another thing that I thought was funny. For any of you that follow sports ball, uh, on on Saturday evening was the Heisman Trophy ceremony. For those of you that don't know anything about sports ball, Heisman Trophy, they give this out every year. Uh, they give one out every year, and it's kind of widely known as the most prestigious award in college football. Uh, they give it out to the best college football player in the nation. Uh, everyone knows who Tim Tebow is. He won the Heisman. Uh, I can't remember the exact year, but he won the Heisman. He was the best college football player that year. Uh, and they had the ceremony on Saturday. And it's always been a thing. A guy named Lamar Jackson, he plays for Louisville, won it. Uh, now, one thing, and I don't want to harp on it. One thing was, you know, and granted, he's young. Uh, but, you know, somewhat college-educated kid. I've never heard anyone say the words, oh, snap, so many times uh, while giving a public speech. And then we're talking over the course of, like, three minutes. Oh, snap, oh, snap, oh, snap. Jesus, man. Maybe that's a nervous tick, and and I don't want to harp on it, but maybe be a little prepared. You're going to be on national television and in front of a bunch of people. Um, It's just kind of weird. He probably set the record for oh, snaps over the course of, like, three to five minutes in a public, uh, public forum. Uh, which was weird to me, but the, the the super weird thing. Well, and 
precursor to the Super Bowl thing. Basically, they always have a bunch of former Heisman winners up on stage. From years past, um, and and this year one of the one one of the former winners they had up there was a guy named Johnny Manziel. Uh, again, even if you're not a sports ball fan, you probably heard of Johnny Manziel. He gets into a lot of trouble. He basically threw his life down the drain uh, because he was he was more into partying and drinking and doing drugs and and going to Coachella, you know, and pretending he was like all hippied out and stuff. Uh, well, they had him on stage because he won the Heisman a few years ago. And it's like as soon as Lamar Jackson goes up on stage, like he goes to Johnny, and I'm looking at him, going, "Oh my God, why, why, like, what kind of influence do we want?" And it's funny because he's standing next to Tim Tebow, and not to say Tim Tebow had this prestigious career and all this other stuff, but he didn't like flush it down the toilet. He just he just wasn't quite talented enough. He didn't go off and party and you know and make that his priority. Uh, but Johnny Manziel standing up there, and I'm just kind of like, what? You know, I, I understand he won the award, but is this really the best influence for for you know college kids? For anybody, for kids watching, they're like, oh, look, is, you know, here's the guy that threw his life away because he liked to drink. Uh, he's on stage welcoming Lamar Jackson uh, up to, to, to get his trophy. Then he went on to read that he actually tried to give some advice to Lamar Jackson. Advice. Advice. Really? Really, Johnny? I got some advice for you. Just go back to your little dance club, wherever the hell you are right now, and shut the hell up. Don't be trying to influence other. And the funny thing is, I heard what the what the, one of the main pieces of advice he gave the guy, Lamar Jackson, who happens to be a sophomore. He's gonna actually, you know, a lot of guys win the Heisman, then they go on to become a pro or whatever it might be. Uh, Lamar Jackson's actually going. He's gonna still be in college next year. And Johnny Manziel said to him, "Have fun. Have fun in college. It's gonna go by fast, and you need to have as much fun as possible." And I was like. That's crazy. And granted, college is fun. I've always said college is more of like a social thing, you know, unless you're becoming a doctor or a lawyer or something, you know, you, you do need to get some education, but a lot of it is is a big social kind of growing up and, and finding your way and everything else. Uh, but as an athlete, like, concentrate on your craft and don't take advice from a guy who, as I said, literally flushed his life down the toilet because he liked to party and drink. Um, ridiculous. And there was even a photo... It probably came out on the on Instagram or Twitter or whatever of the two of them sitting in a hotel room and, and the caption from Johnny Manziel and it was I was just like you got to be kidding me man I would run so far the other way just so far the other way I would run so I would run so far the other way like right now myself and I'm not a not an athlete by any means I'm not and I don't have a big career in front of me like Lamar Jackson uh, but my advice to my advice to you Johnny just just shut up just shut up and go back to drinking. Go back to, you know, I'm he was doing a lot of other things too, which was pretty well known. Uh, go back to your drinking and drugs and all that other stuff and, and basically being a waste of talent um, and space, uh, you know, in life. And, and leave Lamar Jackson alone because the kid's got a lot of talent and, you know, I would, maybe he wants to, you know, actually be a football player instead of a professional partier uh, like Johnny Manziel. So, current news. I just thought it was weird. Um, and as you can see, I didn't put that under the sports ball content section uh, because I felt like it was more just like common sense current news. It's like, dude, why are you giving advice? Uh, you know, you threw your life away. You, you don't. And it's not like I, I know there's a lot of motivation, motivational speakers and stuff out there that like have turned their life around and everything else. Johnny Menzel is not. He's still out there partying and shit. It's like, dude. Just, just calm down. If he turned his life around, and be like, okay, all right, you know, give him some advice how to how to not go down that path. But it didn't sound like that was the kind of advice he was giving. It was more like, oh my god, party your ass off in college because you know that's the time to do it. Um, so, just, just 
you know, watch out. Watch out for those Johnny Manziels in the world, especially you, Lamar Jackson, because uh, you got a career in front of you. You know, make some money. Take care of your family. Um, you know, or just, just basically be a football player. That doesn't mean don't have fun. You can still have fun and not waste your life. Um, yeah, yeah. It was just, ugh, ugh. it was so weird to me. I was like, what, what's, what's happening here? Uh, so anyway, that's it. Current news. No more current news. Uh, except for, you know, I wish I, I should have kept watching the car chase because we had a big car chase happening in L.A. Uh, if, if, you, if you live in Southern California or and I'm sure it happens in other cities, too. But in, in Southern California, it's like car chase daily uh, and it becomes like it's like a, uh, a spectator sport to, to watch these car chases. I think I've said that before on the podcast. I can never keep track of what the hell I talk about on these podcasts. I need to actually go back and review and remember. I do keep all my notes, but as as you all know, it's minimal prep. I just kind of go off on tangents as we're talking about things. Um, I just basically come in with a couple bullet points and that's about it. Um, so a little bit about me. We got a little music here. I don't have a ton of music. This I, I know I like to promote new stuff. Uh, you should you should all uh, still be checking out Give Me Motion um, and Cloudside. If you haven't yet, check those guys out. They're awesome. Close personal friends. I am a little biased, but their music is ridiculous. You should be checking it out if you haven't yet. Um, and, and I know I've gotten some feedback from from some listeners that have checked them out, um, and they are, are fantastic. Uh, but one thing that's been bugging me lately, I know I mentioned it with with uh, Panic at the Disco in the last episode, is is just radio. Uh, you know, I'm a radio guy, and 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 I like to listen to just get in the car and listen to radio. And maybe someone that lives in LA that listens to the show can help me out. I'm having trouble. Like, I just want like a radio station that I can turn on and there's some rock or some alternative, like none of this, like, and I really appreciate the super melodic stuff and like, whatever I'm into that too. But sometimes I just want to like rock out in San Diego. I grew up with a, with a radio station. There's a big radio station down there called 91 X. They, they, they broke blink 182. They, they were the first ones to play M and M's. Um, and, and they broke them and they're this big alternative station and they're great. But these, a lot of these alternative stations like 91X in San Diego and K-Rock up here, that they've gotten real melodic and you hear a lot of other stuff, which is great music too, but sometimes you just want to like rock out, you know? You want just some like heavy hitting rock as you're driving around. Uh, and in San Diego, we have a radio station called uh, Rock 105.3. They do a good job of it, uh, but I, I haven't really found one in L.A. So maybe someone out there, if you're in L.A. and you're listening, you can help me out. Uh, because I just I need to be able to get in the car and turn on a radio station and and listen to actual music, uh, and not twenty minutes of commercials for for one or two songs, uh, which are songs I'm not even really like into. I swear to God, I turn on the damn radio and every, it's it's like Coldplay, 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 Coldplay every five minutes, and I freaking hate Coldplay. Um, it, it's immediate state. Like I would rather just turn it off than listen to a damn Coldplay song. Same thing goes for Journey. Like the radio just goes right off. My wife knows this when we're riding in the car, and she's like, uh-oh, and just, just, immediately it's off. Uh, either change the station or just turn it completely off. Uh, but help me out. I, I, I want to just, you know, I, I, I realize we live in this digital age, and I, gotta, I have just ridiculous amounts of music on my phone that I enjoy listening to, but some, I, just, I, I don't want to mess with it. I just want to listen to some radio. You know, I listen to some talk radio, too, but sometimes it's like, give me some damn music. Um, and it's hard to find that these days. So if you're listening and you live in L.A., let me know. Hook me up. Let me know what kind, what I can put the dial on and just listen to some damn rock. Uh, but I feel like we're really in the decline of radio now. And, and, you know, I know everything else is out there like Pandora and this stuff. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I, I was told by, by a friend of mine, Pandora is a little, like, they're kind of funky. 
So we're going to try not to promote um, Pandora too much because they're not really artist-friendly and all this other stuff. So uh, forget I said Pandora. Spotify. Use some Spotify. Uh, there's a lot of great artists on there. Give Me Motion's on there. Cloudside's on there. A lot of other great smaller artists, local artists, um, and, of course, the big big artists too. They all sign these contracts, and they're on Spotify too. Uh, so consume music through there. Uh, not so much Pandora because apparently Pandora, they're, they're kind of jerks, and they're they're not real artist-friendly. Uh, and we are, we are a big friend. We are... Uh, big proponents of artists, local music, and everything, as you know, on the Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. So, uh, so check out, check out Spotify if you're using Pandora. Um, try out Spotify because I've been told that's much better. I've used it a little bit. Um, I, you know, I consume a lot of my stuff through like uh, Google Play and stuff, just because I'm an Android user. I like to own a lot of my music, um, and then I know I'm directly supporting artists. Uh, but Spotify is a good one as well. Uh, another thing along the lines of music, like I said, it's Christmas season. Uh, and this is like the one month a year. I have a bunch of Christmas songs in my collection. Uh, and and for those of you that don't like traditional Christmas music, there's actually like other Christmas music out there too. Um, so if, 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 if you're looking for some, I think one of the best ways is just kind of search. You can almost like look for a band that you like and search them in Christmas music or like do, you know, rock Christmas music, alternative Christmas music. Uh, but believe it or not, like Blink-182 has some Christmas music. That's what I've been listening to lately because it is the Christmas season. Weezer has like an entire Christmas album. Um, another big one is The Killers. I don't know if they put one out, if they're still doing it. There was a while there where they were putting out a Christmas song every year uh, and they, they basically all the proceeds from that single went to, I can't, I can't remember what charity, but a certain charity, I feel like it was a kid's charity. Uh, they put out a Christmas song every year. They got a couple good ones. Um, <laughs> one of my personal favorites is, is uh, no doubt, Oi to the World. It's been around a long time. You've all heard it. Uh, but there's a bunch of them out there. Check it out, you know, it, especially if you don't like traditional Christmas music. Cause I like traditional stuff, too. I mean, I listen to a lot of that stuff, but I, I like a lot of the rock versions. Uh, and then there's kind of like, you know, the Rat Pack, um, all those guys like Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin. They all have a bunch of cool Christmas songs. I think Elvis has some Christmas songs. I haven't listened to much of his. Um, there's a lot of good stuff out there. And then there's the traditional stuff, too, that, you you know, you hear um, Nat King Cole and all those guys just kind of singing uh, the good old traditional Christmas songs, which are great too. I, I listen to a little bit of everything. One of my personal favorites happens to be Mannheim Steamroller. Uh, I just I like the cool trumpets and and horns and electronic sound that they got going on. If you've never heard of Mannheim Steamroller, uh, they're they're very. Uh, oh my gosh, what is the? There's that uh, uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra. Gee, oh man, you can tell exhaustion setting in. Trans they're very. They're, I mean, they're different. They're not as like rocky and and like hard rock, uh, but they kind of have that same feel to them. Uh, just heavy-hitting kind of Christmas music. Um, so I had to give a little plug there for the Christmas music because I enjoy it. I listen to it this time of year, especially like my alternative stuff. It comes out like December 1st, and, and I listen to it for about a month and then put it away again for about a year. Um, that's an, that's enough for music. I think we're, we're done with some music uh, <laughs> for, for this week. Um, let's move along to some TV. TV and film. TV and film. Uh, so Rogue One's coming out. I'm finally seeing this picking up a lot more steam. Uh, if you live in L.A., you probably know, if you're outside of Los Angeles or even California, they parked a damn full-size X-Wing. An X-Wing's one of the planes, if you know nothing about Star Wars. It's one of the planes. It's the plane that Luke Skywalker flew in. They parked one of those damn things on Hollywood Boulevard. I thank God every day I don't live in Hollywood because it's just it's a madhouse down there at certain times. They basically closed down entire streets for, for red carpet premieres. And, of course, they had to close down all Hollywood. I don't know if a section of Hollywood Boulevard uh, for this this gigantic X-Wing. 
out there. So it's it's picking up steam. I'm hearing a lot more more about Rogue One. It seems like people are a lot more excited. It was weird because uh, with the, with the Star Wars Episode Seven last year, like everyone was freaking out for a good two three months. Uh, with 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 Rogue One, it's been a little less of a freak out, which I get because it's not like in that you know the series of movies. Um, but one thing that cracked me up today, cracked me up. It's, it's, I'm looking through, and this was actually a meme. I think it had like Yoda on it, and it was ba- I can't remember the exact wording. It was probably it was Yoded out wording. You know, Yoda speaks all backwards and stuff. Uh, but it was basically saying, "Remember, no spoilers on Rogue One." And I get it. There's going to be stuff happening in Rogue One that you don't want spoiled and stuff. But if you're not familiar with Rogue One, it is a prequel to the very first Star Wars movie. So. You kind of know what's going to happen, right? You kind of know. So, spoiler alert to anyone out there: they're going to get the damn plans for the Death Star, and they're going to know. They're going to figure out how they're going to beat it because this is the this is the movie that happens right before the first Star Wars. Well, not the first Star Wars, the original Star Wars, Episode Four, uh, A New Hope, not not Episode One, but but the the first Star Wars that came out. This, so we kind of know what's going to happen. But yeah, yeah. It's all about like getting these plans for the Death Star, uh, and we kind of know they're gonna get them. We we know those are coming. We know they're coming their way. Um, so I just thought it was funny. I get it. There's gonna be other stuff. I don't mean to like harp on it and everything else, but it was just funny because I was like, it's a damn prequel. It's a damn prequel. It was kind of like with with Episode Three. If you're like, oh no spoilers, no spoilers. Oh my God, Anakin's Darth Vader. Sorry, spoiler alert if you didn't know that. Uh, yeah, but we knew for three movies that Anakin was freaking Darth Vader. Um, so it was just funny. I, I just find it funny. Uh, so please, don't don't spoil Rogue One for anybody. Um, and again, spoiler alert, but they're going to get the damn plans. I have a feeling that's going to happen. Otherwise, we're, are we back to square one? Like all those other Star Wars movies are just useless. Sorry, I'm hitting, hitting the microphone with my pen here. Um, turn it, I'm, like, I'm like Bob Dole in, in the... Wow, that's an old reference. And sitting in the studio, I've, I've got a pen in my hand because I'm kind of, I, I kind of, it's the only way I can come back from my tangents is to kind of take notes. Um, but I end up flailing it around as I'm making hand gestures that none of you see because you're listening on a podcast and this isn't actually, well, other than the GoPro going in the corner, uh, this isn't actually like being taped or anything. Um, but you hear that stuff when I like smack it against the microphone. Um, so apologies, but no apologies. You can deal with it. It's not that big. Sometimes stuff happens. Uh, another interesting thing with TV that I was looking at today, uh, for if, if, if for those of you, I know there's a, I know there's listeners out there that do this. Game of Thrones is an incredibly popular show. Um, I'm not giving. Don't worry. Don't turn off your thing. I'm, there's no spoiler. I'm not giving any kind of spoilers. Um, but there's, and I'm not familiar with it because honestly, I don't do it. I, you know, I don't go and like download episodes illegally and all this other stuff or legal, whatever it is. I just, I kind of consume my stuff through my Apple TV and, uh, and through Chromecast and, you know, through normal like network websites. Uh, but it, the previous like record holder for the most illegally downloaded show, I believe it was a one specific episode, uh, was Game of Thrones. What well, actually just got passed up. Uh, by this new show called The Grand Tour, um, and it, it, it's a show by a guy named uh, Jeremy Clarkson, uh, who was on another show called Top Gear. I'm, I'm, I'm vaguely familiar with Top Gear. It's like a car show, uh, and this Grand Tour show is a car show as well. This, so this fir- the first episode of this actually bypassed, uh, uh, bypassed Game of Thrones, whichever episode it was that held the record uh, for most illegally downloaded episode. 
Um, and I found it fascinating because Game of Thrones, like Game of Thrones, is just a phenomenon. I, I I absolutely love it. I'm obsessed with it. My wife's obsessed with it. Every, like most people I know, watch it and are obsessed with it. Uh, the funny th- the, the thing I found funny about this is this, this guy Jeremy Clarkson was kicked off a of Top Gear uh, for for either getting into it, you know, I don't know the full story, uh, but the reason I found it interesting, he was he was kicked off and then got this new show, and then suddenly it's the most illegally downloaded show, like, surpassing Game of Thrones. Like, think about that. Everyone knows what Game of Thrones is, even if you don't watch it. It's ridiculous. Um, and it got me thinking just how amazing it is that controversy sells. You know, people are checking this show out because he got kicked off this other show, and he's got a new show now, and everyone's all into the controversy. It's amazing. Um, th- that's what sells. And, you know, this is why, like, the Kardashians are popular, and, like, all the, you know, I get it, um, but it was just amazing because, like, I'm, I'm probably never going to watch this Grand Tour show. I've never watched Top Gear. I've heard of it, um, but I watched the hell out of some Game of Thrones. Uh, but, you know, controversy sells. That's what people want to see, controversy. Maybe I th- should throw some controversy on the podcast. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't. I just don't have the – I don't have the – the, the, the tolerance that, you know, I'd end up just apologizing <laughs> profusely. Um, and I know I rant on some stuff, but as you know, most of it is just, it, it's either common sense, you know, like not spending money where money shouldn't be spent when you should be spending money, you know, helping people instead of fighting stupid things. Um, you know, so a lot of it's common sense and a lot of it's just like my opinion. Like, I don't understand weird hipster style. Like, do your thing, have that style. Um, but I mean, you know, I'm not going to get super controversial. I mean, it's, it's, I'm going to do my best not to do that. Uh, maybe we'll have a guest in here one day who I'll just let go off on something and then it'll be controversial. Um, but it'll probably never come from me. Um, that being said, I'll probably end up doing it soon and after I've already said that I won't do it. Um, anyway, on the note of Game of Thrones, again, I'm not I'm, I'm not spoiling anything. Uh, the Season 7 trailer came out. Season 7, it starts in, like, the spring. We gotta wait forever. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Uh, it was pretty darn uh, epic. Pretty darn epic. But as I'm looking at it, as I'm watching, you know, the trailer and stuff, it's there's so many, like, teasers in it. And I'm wondering how, and it's, it's just going to be an epic season. Like, stuff is going to hit the fan. Uh, stuff's going to go off. It's going to be ridiculous. But it got me thinking, like, you know, they clip these in. And if you've ever watched Game of Thrones, I'm not spoiling anything. But, you know, there's, like, people have dreams. And there's, you know, in any show or movie, there's always, like, dream sequences and blah, blah, blah. So it's, like, not necessarily actually happening and everything. So it got me thinking, what's happening with this trailer? Is, like, all this, because they're showing some stuff. If you're a Thrones fan and you haven't seen it yet, check out the, the trailer. Because you, you watch a trailer and if you think, like, all of that stuff's going to happen. It's like, oh, my God. Uh, but I have a feeling like some of it's like maybe a dream sequence. May, I, you know, I don't, I, I don't know, so I'm not spoiling anything. Uh, but who knows? I just found it interesting. I think I, 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 I want to stop short of calling it misleading because I don't think it's misleading. You know, it's just it's interesting because they're showing actual footage from the show, I'm sure. But it's just like, oh, here's such and such standing in this, you know, whatever location talking to such and such. Um, and it's like, is it actually happening or someone like having a vision or, you know, a dream or whatever it might be? Um, I just find it interesting. You know, but they know what they're doing. Man, those Game of Thrones showrunners know what the hell they're doing. It's, it's just absolutely amazing. Um, and I find it very interesting. All right, we're moving on to some tech. We're just getting so short on time right now, uh, but we're gonna keep it going. A uh, little bit of tech news. Let's let's run through this crap like kind of quick. Um, and there's a little bit of ranting that's happening in here. First thing I want to talk about is Samsung. I know I've said the Note Seven. If you if you still got one of these goddamn Note Sevens, return the stupid thing. It's gonna explode and catch fire. 
Samsung has gone so far as to say they're they're putting out an update. I don't know if the update's out yet. I don't have a Note 7, so obviously I you know I'm not sure. I didn't get specifics. They're putting out an update which actually essentially renders your phone useless if you still have a Note 7. Uh, it's a software update makes your phone pretty much useless. It, it, it bricks your phone if you're not familiar. Uh, that's like a term in the tech world when when something's bricked, it just becomes useless. Uh, essentially a paperweight. Uh, so they're putting out a software update that's going to brick all the remaining Note 7s that are out there in the world. Um, and I was reading an article, because with these software updates, what happens is, like, if you're an iPhone user, everything runs through, like, Apple. You know, you, you update your iPhone through iTunes and everything else, despite who your carrier is and all that other stuff. When it comes to Android, what happens is, like, Google will 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 do a software update, they'll test it and everything else, then they'll push it to the individual like phone manufacturers like Samsung, LG, uh, Motorola and stuff, and then they'll put put it through their testing and stuff and get it on the phones. Then it goes to the carriers, Verizon, T-Mobile, Sprint, um, like whatever other carriers are out there. It's hard to keep track. I'm a Verizon guy myself, but, uh, you know, <laughs> obviously Verizon's screwing up here and you'll, you'll hear why. Um, so... It goes through that process, and the carrier actually has to push out the updates. Well, Verizon came out and said they're not going to push this update for the Note 7. And the reasoning they're giving is because they said they don't want people, especially during the holiday season and especially traveling during the holiday season, to not have a phone, a working phone. So they're not going to push the update. So essentially, Verizon is saying, instead of you having to return your phone, we're worried that you won't be able to, to call your relatives or get in touch with someone while you're traveling, but we're not so worried that you could explode and catch on fire. And the traveling thing's hilarious to me because you can't bring the damn thing on an airplane anyway. It's, it's completely illegal. It's federal offense to bring one of these damn phones on an airplane. So you can't do it anyway. Uh, but Verizon really took a stand against, uh, you know, taking away people's ability to contact one another and, and showing that that is more important than, you know, people's safety, catching fire. Uh, and, it, you know, just, just come on, return your goddamn phones, just do it. And Verizon, step up. Like, really? 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 That's your excuse? I mean, it's it's freaking ridiculous. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, and, and hopefully Verizon will realize how dumb it is. You know, oh, no, we don't want you to be without your phone. It's okay if you catch on fire, but we don't want you to be without your phone. Think about that for a minute. Think about how ridiculous that is. Um, like I said, I'm a Verizon user. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't have a Note 7. I'm not stopping using Verizon. I'm not saying that by any means. Uh, but just think about that for a minute. Like, obviously, what's what's priority here, people? Uh, safety or, or living in this technological world? And, and keep in mind, 20 years ago, we didn't have these damn smartphones and all this other stuff. We got along just fine. We all survived. We made it through. We all traveled. We talked to our relatives. We talked to our family, uh, especially at the holiday season. We got through it. It was okay. We survived. Uh, but Verizon, you know, thinks Verizon has their priorities ass backwards right now. Uh, so kudos to Samsung for really pushing this through. They're trying to get all these phones out there. They've put out incentives and stuff for people to trade in. Um, and I think I said on a previous episode, like, they're actually, you know, they lost a lot of money on the recall and everything, but they're actually still cooking because a lot of people traded in and they got themselves, like, an S7 Edge or an S7. Like, I happen to use an S7 Edge myself. Love it. Great phone. Um... But it's just weird to me that Verizon has uh, has obviously taken a, a, a hardline stance on this. 
Um, why, too much time spent on that. And then another note with Samsung Galaxy that I find very amusing. Uh, and this came up the other night because my wife was sitting there reading an article, and she goes, "Oh my gosh!" Because right, so right now it's the S7 that comes out, and they go by numbers. You know, iPhone set like iPhone does it too, and and Samsung does it. So the S7's out right now. So all these rumors swirl around about the S8, and she goes, uh, "Which will be the next phone? The Samsung Galaxy S8?" And she goes, "Oh my gosh! It's not going to have a uh, it's not going to have a headphone jack just like the iPhone." Um, which granted could be the case. It could happen, but it's just so funny that this, and this is like these, this was happening with the iPhone before it came out and everything else. Um, so for those of you out there listening, remember nothing's been announced by Samsung. Uh, it just, they haven't actually announced anything. So it's all rumors. It's all rumors. I'm hoping they don't take away the headphone jack, um, just because. Well, I probably won't have an S8. I'll have a S9. I, you know, I, I go every two years. I had an S5, moved to an S7. Um, but I like my damn headphone jack. Uh, I, I I just prefer it. I'm I'm listening. I, I I'm monitoring this as I record through my headphones, which happen to be plugged into my microphone. I I like to have nice headphones plugged in. Uh, Bluetooth, you know, Bluetooth. I own some Bluetooth headphones too. Those are great, but you have a lot of impedance with Bluetooth headphones. You know, it's it's just a fact of the matter. Is it's not as good as having corded headphones. And I like my little headphone jack. I don't want a bunch of dongles. You know, um, but just keep in mind, it's it's always like. It's it it it's it's always rumors. It's always rumors. None of none of it's announced yet. Um, but I found it interesting, and we'll see what happens with good old Samsung. Uh, they're doing things right. You know, we're gonna save. I've got some updates on Google Home, uh, but we're gonna save. We're gonna I'm gonna save some of this stuff. And also, Apple's doing some cool things. I know we talked about not, not bad things about Apple, but they kind of were were backing off of some stuff. Um, but they're doing some interesting stuff. I'm going to save this for the next episode, for the tech section of the next episode, because uh, we're running short on time. I'm sure i got a bunch of diapers to go change. Um, but one thing I do want to talk about real quick, uh, Microsoft put out a report today. Uh, apparently, they had their best month. November, this, no, this November of this year, was their best month yet uh, for sales of the Surface. I know I've said, on, I've said previously, uh, I, I love the Surface. I have a Surface Pro. You know, it just—it's it, a fantastic machine. I love it. I think it's—it's it, it's just one of the best computers I've—I've I've honestly ever had. Um, and I just found it interesting. And and now there's a bunch of articles out there that are saying that the Surface is actually outselling the MacBook, uh, which is a big standard. It has kind of been the standard for a lot of people. I've never been a Mac person. You know, I just—I—I I had a Mac uh, when I was working at Disney for a while. I needed it for certain design work and everything. But I've—I've I've just never been a Mac guy. Um, I like my iPad, but I'm not a MacBook guy. Um, so I—I I don't want to say this is oh, it's exciting. The Surface is outselling. No, I just found it interesting that that Microsoft is finally like catching up uh, with the Apple machine that's churning out all these things. And and like we've talked about in the past, uh, the new MacBooks ridiculous. You got to attach bunch of dongles and all this other stuff um, and it's just completely out of hand so I found it interesting Microsoft is is really catching up to them um, and 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 I thought that was a cool thing you know so check it out if, you know, if, you're, if you're in the market for a new computer at least check out the surface um, I, I think it's personally I think it's a fantastic machine I really like mine really enjoy it, it, it it's just great um, I, I no longer use my Wacom pad, uh, for my, my photo editing simply because I do it directly. I just, I detach my keyboard from my Surface Pro, um, and, and I just edit photos directly on there instead of using a Wacom pad. If you don't know what a Wacom pad is, it's a, it, it's a, it's a pad with a pen that any designers or photo editors would use, um, Instead of using a mouse, uh, you're actually using like a pen, and you have a lot of different controls on there and everything. Really, anyone who's like a graphic artist or, or doing those kind of, it's kind of a standard. Um, 
standard issue. <laughs> they don't issue this to anybody, but it, it's kind of standard in that industry uh, is Wacom, Wacom pads, Wacom tablets. There's different things. We just call them Wacom pads. Um, I hear more and more people calling them Wacom tablets, the kids these days. Uh, they were Wacom pads when, when I was going through film school and everything else. Um, but, you know, they're Wacom tablets now. Whatever you want to call them. Wacom is a, is a brand. Um, but I, I don't use mine really at, really at all anymore just because I do it directly on uh, the Surface with the Surface Pen directly in uh, Photoshop and Lightroom because it integrates with uh, with the with the Surface Pen and with the Surface. Um, so it's good stuff. Uh, like I said, if, if you're in the market for a new computer, check out the Surface line. Um, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying you're gonna love it, you know. Maybe you'll like the MacBook better, um, but it's interesting. They're they're finally closing that gap that they had with Apple with the Apple machine, uh, as I like to call it, because you know it is a bit of a machine. Uh, they just they it more it's it's almost like a cult. It is. I mean, I have my iPad, but everyone's just ah Apple, and they go and stand in line forever, and and you know wait for the new iPhone and new MacBook and whatever it is. It's it's just madness. It's madness. It's Microsoft's catching up, uh, which I find interesting because and. and Along those lines, competitiveness like it, it drives innovation too. You know, when Android came out, they were they were kind of behind the curve, and 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 Apple was destroying it with the iPhone. Uh, but then, as Android and Google got more competitive, they had, they really pushed Apple. So it's it's it, it's all good things. They're they're pushing each other. We're getting more innovative stuff, and it you know it 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 ends up. It ends up a benefit to 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 the consumer as well, uh, regardless of which side you fall on. Whether you like Apple, you like you know Google or Microsoft, whatever it might be. Um, if like I said in the past, if you using a Microsoft phone, I don't know what the hell you're doing. That's the only thing where I'm like, hey, I don't know if you want to be doing that, uh, you know. But and maybe that'll get better one day. Um, personally, I like all different stuff for different things. Um, but check it out. Check out the Surface. Um, all right, that's it for tech. I'm saving some of this. We got some Apple TV news and some Google Home news that I'm going to talk about on the next episode, uh, but I'm leaving it alone this week. I'm actually I'm actually making a little note in my notebook uh, for next next episode. I'm not actually writing anything. I'm just pretending I'm writing so that the GoPro uh, sees that I'm pretending to write something or thinks I'm actually writing something. Um, I do actually write things, notes as I do this, but I'm just not writing at this very moment. Uh, that's what keeps me able to come back from the tangents, which I know all of you love so much. All of my tangents. It's it's a show of tangents. Uh, go tangent to the wall, maybe we should call it. Um, so a little bit of a sports ball update. Uh, I know we've, we haven't had a lot of sports ball, and this is just a quick one because I talked last week um, about the coach of the Los Angeles Rams, Jeff Fisher, and kind of the difference between him and, and Mark Helfrich, the, the well now former coach of the University of Oregon. Uh, well, it turns out Jeff Fisher finally got fired today which is fantastic. I know a bunch of my friends that listen um, in L.A., or if you're just if you're not a personal friend and you listen and you're a Rams fan in L.A., you, were just, you probably stood up and clapped. I'm not even a Rams fan, and I was like, hell yes, finally. They got rid of the guy. Um, so that's the update, because we talked about it last episode. The guy's finally fired. You probably, if you're a football fan at all, you, you already know this. Um, but just to update all of you that really aren't sports ball fans, he, the, the guy's gone. He's finally fired. Uh, the crazy thing is the way things work in the sports world, and it kind of works this way in the corporate world too, um, because they had signed him to, ex to an extension. Um, you know, They announced it like last week or a week or two ago, uh, but they had actually signed it earlier, a couple months ago earlier in the season. Uh, because of that, they actually have to pay him for the rest of the year. So we're, uh, we're like 12, 13 games in. So there's a couple more games. 
um, that he's going to miss, and he's actually going to get a paycheck for. And they got to pay him for all of next year, even though he won't actually be working. Um, it's just fascinating the way these sports contracts work. Uh, he's so he's going to do nothing. Uh, he might. Uh, I don't know. He might. He might end up getting another coaching job. I doubt it because he's freaking terrible. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. See what happens. But that's the update on the sports ball. Uh, so we got a little bit of uh, listener listener feedback, and then I got a couple rants for you, and then we're getting the hell out of here. Uh, go tell it to the wall. I'm exhausted. Um, so I had I had mentioned on the last episode, I think it was. Maybe the one before that. One of these episodes. This, like I said, it's hard to keep track. I got all these notes, and sometimes I look back. Who knows? Um, you know, I say wall fans. We, we've kind of gravitated toward that. And I said, what are some other fan names? Uh, and we got some submissions from listeners. Uh, and I kind of want to go through some of these. Let me know what you guys think. Now, the first one on here I actually really like, and it's Wallflowers. The, I like it. But we won't be able to use this one. Uh, I just I have to nix it right away, and it's not because of the Jacob Dylan band that was popular in the '90s uh, called the Wallflowers. It's because, as you all know, uh, I was a big time live event host, still do. Uh, but I did I kind of made my bones uh, entertaining kids at schools and stuff. And one thing we used to say, because you know, kids kids would go lean against the wall instead of dancing, and I, I was always very very interactive. Um, DJ and, and, and event host and entertainer, so I'd like to get the kids up and dancing. So what we do is call those kids wallflowers, and it wasn't in an insulting way. And we, you know, we weren't like attacking them or anything, um, but it was just kind of a way to get them kind of off the wall uh, and up and dancing. So I I, I don't want to call you guys wallflowers only, and I love the name. Uh, but the reason we can't is because I, like I've said from the beginning, I, w- I want this to be an engaging show. You know, I hope this makes you think, um, makes you possibly a little more open-minded, hopefully, um, and and just entertains you. You know, and and interactively. Like I, I always ask, like, can we get a logo? Can we get the, you know, all this other stuff? Um, and I, I love the interactiveness of it because in the end, it is me sitting in a makeshift studio for an hour to an hour and a half, um, at least once a week, and and just kind of talking to myself. Uh, so the interaction is really what drives me. So as much as I love that one, we're not going to use it. Uh, there's a couple others that I like, and 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 let me know what you guys think. For those of you listening out there, uh, give me some feedback. One of them is tall walking wall talkers. I love this one. It is a mouthful. Um, I will definitely stumble over that every time, but maybe we can get that that working. Um, Christopher Walkins, and that's Wal- Walkins, which I like because we always need more cowbell. Um, so that that might be a good one too. Uh, Walt 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 Disney's. I think we're going to avoid that one um, simply because I've done a little bit of railing against Disney and the fact that they masquerade as, as a family-friendly company when they really don't give a crap about um, their employees or anything else, and they're just a greedy conglomerate. Uh, but I don't know. Let me know what you guys think on that. Another one is Common Sensors. I like this one a lot because, as you know, we, we are spreading common sense. I know that is a subjective term, and a lot of times you can listen and be like, you're not using common sense there, Sean. Uh, but maybe that's a good one, too. Uh, another one I liked is the... Marked Wahlbergs, and I like that because I'm a bit of a Mark Wahlberg fan. Uh, I think he's a, I think he's I think he's a funny guy. He's an awesome actor, um, and he also happens to be a big Boston sports fan. Um, so I like that one too. Let me know what you guys think. Um, I, I like Wall fans too, but some of these seem like a lot of fun. So let me know um, what you guys think. You know, and and maybe we'll try some of these out. You know, common sensors. You know, you're all common sensors out there. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where we go. I guess you know. I got some other listener feedback too that we're gonna get into, but I'm gonna save it for the next episode because, like I said, we're running out of time. Uh, but I do have a couple rants for you. 
first things for, well, really these are kind of related. So I'm flipping through this, this app called Close5. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, it's like, it, it's essentially like Craigslist, but just for selling stuff. And it's all about like people in your area. So you go through these listings and people are like, I got this guitar stand for $5 or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, and some people I think are trying to like use it as a business front. Cause I see, I've seen cars on there, which is kind of crazy. I don't know. Like, which I guess makes sense. Cause people put for sale signs on their cars, but it's just funny. Cause it's kind of like when you see a car on eBay and you're like, eh, I don't know about this one. Um, but that was kind of funny. One thing I did notice on there the other day, these Hatchimals, that I've mentioned in the past. It's the hot holiday item this year. Someone was selling one for $500. Now, honestly, I don't know the exact retail price on it, but I guarantee it's $50 or less. Guarantee it. $500. So we're talking minimum 10 times the MSRP, which, if you don't know, is the manufacturer's suggested retail price. And more power to you if you, you know, if that's what you do is you're trying to take advantage of people who are just trying to get a damn toy for their kid. Um, but ridiculous. Don't go on spend, you know, don't go on spend $500 on these things. Just don't do it. Don't do it. It's freaking crazy. Think about that $500 and, and what that could, what that could buy. You know, wait till January. Get him a damn Hatchimal in January. Um, and on that note, I know I kind of railed against the NES Classic and Nintendo and and them stoking the flame and 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 getting all this hype behind it and then shortchanging everyone and short stocking everyone. Well, apparently Best Buy sent out a damn email to all of their members, which is weird because I didn't get one. Maybe they heard, maybe they listened to the show and they know that I was railing against the ridiculousness that is consumerism around the holiday season. Uh, apparently, and so if, if you're out there and you've been looking for an NES Classic, which we've talked about on the show in the past, uh, Best Buy is getting a shipment of them on the 20th at all of their locations, apparently. Limited quantity at all of their locations. I, yeah, I, I don't understand how they figured that one out. Um, but it's going to be a limited quantity. Essentially what Best Buy is doing here and Nintendo, they're stoking the flame. They're trying to get everyone out in their store because they know people are going to get there. They're not going to be able to buy the damn NES Classic, and they're not going to buy something else. And they're, it, they're it creating hysteria. Creating hysteria. Let's stop it. We're, you know, we're a nation of consumerism. It's it's freaking ridiculous, and I'm just so tired of it. I'm so tired of it because you don't need it. Um, personally, like I said, I want the NES Classic. I talked about it before it came out and how excited I was for it, but I'm waiting until January because in January, the damn thing's going to be $60. Right now, you can jump on like eBay or this Close 5 and all this other stuff, uh, $250. <laughs> this is crazy. I can wait till January get mine for sixty dollars. Um, that's just, but let, let's just try not to to feed into this ridiculousness that is that it, it's hype and hysteria that's being created by corporate America, by these by these companies and by these retailers and everything else. And we all buy into it. We're all, you know, a bunch. There, it's going to be madness at Best Buy. Uh, there'll probably be some fun videos of people punching each other for a damn NES classic, which I'll, I will enjoy watching. Uh, but just, just don't, don't be that person. Just stop. Don't be that person. Don't give in to the hysteria. Uh, there, there will be an abundant supply in January. I'm, I'm positive of it. There will be. Uh, and then next year they'll figure out another damn toy to try and get everyone all hyped up about, and then short stock and everything else, so that it, it becomes goes down in history as the popular toy that year which i don't get that either I, you would think they'd want to sell more of them because because what like they sell them you know they're only selling them for 60 bucks and unless maybe there's some back alley stuff going on where they're actually profiting off this but like the person selling the hatchimal for 500 dollars, like the hatchimal company's not making money off of that you know they, they made their original retail price money but that's just people making money off it so i don't get it i just don't understand it um but at 
as as listeners of the show, as common censors and wall fans, just don't give in to the damn hype. We're going to cut it off right there. Just don't give in. It, the consumerism is ridiculous. We become obsessed with these things. And, I, I, you know, I'm not one to talk. I just got a new GoPro, I, and I love it. Uh, so I'm not one to talk, but there's a fine line. Just stop. Stop. Stop paying $500 for a stupid toy, $250 for something that's going to be $60 in January. You know, it's it's just madness. $85 for a damn rock wrapped in leather. Let's just stop. Let's stop it. And on that note, let's stop it right there. <laughs> That's enough for this week. I'm so exhausted. I'm tired. I need some sleep. I'm going to go change some Zoe diapers. I also need to get some dinner, maybe another beer. I'm going to go see how bad the Patriots lost. They were winning when I stopped watching, but they, they were just throwing the football away, muffing, muffing punts and kickoffs everywhere. Uh, so I'm going to go check that out too. Uh, so on that note, thank you all. You know, I really appreciate everyone who listens out there. We actually cracked the top 100 of Potomatic uh, last week with with the most recent episode. Well it's, it, well, it's a mix of all the episodes, but we can crack the top 100 um, on Potomatic, which was a you know big like slow clap for go tell it to the wall um so we're picking up momentum we're keeping it going youtube pages come and check out that twitter uh tell the wall pod at tell the wall pod or if you search go tell it to the wall you can still follow me at magic muppet uh the facebook page is of course facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall um and you'll find all of the links on there subscribe on itunes google play blah 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 i know i keep harping on it every week uh, but that's what we do i have a little bit of a marketing mind so it's constantly growing audiences and everything else tell your friends tell your friends how great it is tell your friends how bad it is um either way just tell your friends <laughs> um and either way thank you all for listening i do appreciate you spending you know hour to an hour and a half with me uh once a week or you know maybe maybe you're a little behind and, and catching up on stuff um totally understand too that that's the beauty of podcasting you can pause and walk away and 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 catch up on 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 previous episodes and everything else so on that note uh this is go tell it to the wall podcast episode eight that's right episode eight i am as usual your host sean o'rourke and remember everyone out there always 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 remember use Common sense.